Go Loud presents Read the Room. I don't know. I don't know the rules of dogging. Do you have to let people know that? Do you not start until you've got an audience or like what goes on and the... why? Yay! Oh, I, I can start. Start please your turn, engine. Please turn your phone off and please <laughs> don't eat your popcorn loudly. <laughs> One, two, three. Hello, I'm Paddy Courtney. And I'm Maya Dunphy. And you're listening to Read the Room, a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody, through either dumb luck or just being a dose, failed to do just that. Mm-hmm. Do you know, Maya, it's been ages since I've been. No, 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 stop! No, 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 but it has. No, not honestly, it has. I just found out. See, I get really... Bloated afterwards, oh, and I need to lie down. Oh, I really God. do. No, oh, Jesus, and no, no, seriously, it's my own fault. You see, because like I always ask for the extras on top of you know the norm, and uh, oh Jesus, don't talk to me about. Paddy, the please, please, I know we're old friends, but this is too much. TMI, man, please, I don't hear about your sex life. Please stop. Sex, I, I was talking about having a Chinese. Oh, Jesus, sorry. Just we we're talking about sex today, and I thought, uh, listen, come on, let's just move on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. We'll get sued by Spinderella and Salt and Pepper for that. Doesn't sound anything like it, so we won't. Okay. This is a subject, Paddy, uh, that we have wanted to discuss for a while, uh-huh. and we've I'm never been sure what angle to come at it from. <laughs> yeah. Has always been your problem, isn't it? It is, yeah. And well, I, I tell that's you, the wrong one. Oh. Okay, right. This is going to be very innuendo heavy. It isn't is. It? I, okay. Do you know what? I don't think we there's any innuendo. A to we the just have to be. Ed's face is beaming because yeah. you love it. No, you love that's, it. That's blood pressure. This is totally. We can't have innuendo today. Of all days, this no. has to be full on be balls on the chin. Let us let us know exactly what we're talking about here. And we're it's gudunk heavy. It is gudunk. Listen, if you can't laugh about sex, what can you laugh about? Don't That's laugh. That's our problem. Okay, don't laugh during sex. Oh, tell, God, I, sweet Jesus, I've, no. I've had one of those situations. Have okay, you? well, my, my confession for the start off. You laughed or she we, laughed? We kind of laughed or at each other. Yeah, we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was looking in the window of the car. <laughs> <laughs> the guards yeah. laughed, the priest exactly, laughed. Yeah. It was on the, the long... The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the long mile road. <laughs> Of course it was. No, I tell you, I just... You're I think a I shortcut probably, man and we I, know it. Come on. I think... Right, uh, come on. Small Put yourself together. Big Who was laughing? Put yourself together. That's masturbation. Okay, what we're talking about is the first time I tried to have sex in a car was down at the... Do you know the, the red and white poles? What's it called? The chimneys. The... the, the Ireland stacks, yeah. the chimney stacks down Poolbeck and so we went for a little drive there because I lived in a house with uh, some other people and was kind of going come on we need to get out of here went for a drive down to Poolbeck was this the house with the curtain yeah, yeah, dividing yeah, 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 yeah. and the yeah, 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 four yeah, beds yeah, 25 people yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. stop identifying people in it it was just a house I lived in uh, and so we drove down to Poolbeck pulled in it was all dark we were the only car there that was great didn't go down there specifically for sex but we went down for just to get away Aww, from the house, uh, bit of chats, bit of snuggling, bit of kissing, and then we start tearing each other's clothes off. I thought, like, this is fucking hot. Like, Dead. this is great. Like, worried about the rental car? Until, no. <laughs> no, it's not like I just and it was a little Corsa, a little, little uh, Opel Corsa, tiny little car to suit tiny little people. But then we just start laughing. 
we started laughing like we were naked, fully naked and ready to rock, like, but just start laughing and could not stop. But that's just lovely. Because la- you were in a relationship, you were laughing together. And this is the thing, like, we shouldn't be starting at this point, uh, but. Oh, no, I just had to, when we were laughing, yeah. Just those only things about talk- sex and funny places, it's lovely in theory and in fantasy, but most fantasies are better off in your head yeah, for a reason. It's like having sex in water or sex outdoors and you end up with kind of splinters in your arse from the back of the tree and things never happened to me obviously you know just friends have told me they just rolled off the tongue pretty quickly there the same with in a car it's just it's awkward and there's handbrakes but it's there's everything but anyway we wanted to talk about sex and we weren't sure remember we were talking about we started off a few weeks ago by talking about how we are still very prudish in this country and we still and you know what I am like Jesus mid 40s and I'm still you know now that I'm kind of responsible for raising someone else. And I wasn't raised in like puritanical household or religious household at all. But it was fairly liberal, but there were still things that were, here, read this book and if you have any questions. Oh, actually, let's start there. Did, did you get that? That did you were you were told the beginning? To, yeah, no. Yeah. When a man loves a woman, <laughs> Maya, okay, right? Um, they go on the internet and they find out how to do it. No, because obviously there was no internet for us back then. Can I tell you what happened to me? Yeah, how what did happened you to me learn? Is that I was, oh God, I was only seven, which is very little. Jesus. And we were living in France and the lads in our estate where we lived found this, it was a giant, and this I swear to God this is true, uh, it was a huge French flag the size of this room. It's been stolen from the Bastille Day Parade lockup. And inside it was soaking wet, it'd been hidden in the bush for a while. Leave it, leave oh, yeah. it, leave it. Okay. Inside were a load of porn magazines. And all the lads found these porn magazines. And this is European porn back in the eighties. Like it's, it's you know, I was only seven. Like so you said, hiding I, in the bush. So of course the police were called because there was um there was like, you know, ministerial or community hall stuff there, not the porn, the flags. Anyway, but then some of the lads nicked these and we were looking at them and I went home going Mum, I have some questions. I have some questions. Like, what? What did you see? Like, well, Page I don't understand sit. why there was a horse there. What's <laughs> it was outrageous. So my poor mum, I think, trying to mitigate, went, I don't want, I think she needs to have some more information at this point, even okay. though I was a worry so way too young. So she was forced young. into then having to yeah, spill the beans. just to give me a certain amount of information. Spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> so... I got limited information at that point and then about two years later I was given a book and they looked like, you know the, the Love Is characters? No. Do you remember those little oh, Love yeah, Is characters? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Sorry, I remember them. It wasn't that right. but they looked a little like that. It was little kind of very sweetly drawn characters with tiny genitals and seeds oh. jumping around the place. Um, and it was all quite sweet. So I understood the mechanics of it from that. But then after that you go straight into biology in school and then you go into the real world age 18 and you don't have a clue what you're doing. I, I don't... Okay, well done. Seven. Jesus Christ. But also in France as well. They're, they're a bit more liberal, I'm sure. I wonder, they are. I wonder what the... I was going to say, are the porn magazines different in France than they are in Ireland? We didn't have any. Didn't have any. Like, we still mm-hmm. had the Legion of Mary fucking banging on. Even t- to this day, like, they're... They're still out in force, and even back out in force again after the Roe versus Wade oh, uh, thing. Like so, they're and kind the of like the popping their head up to go and come. Hey, what's going yeah, on here? I worked in that aforementioned petrol station, which features in several of our previous episodes. Or just that magazine. When when Playboy became legal in Ireland, we started. Not all shops had to sell it, obviously, and our manager was like, "No, we're going to sell it." Sold it. Like Playboy was so innocent, but it still came sealed in a wrapper. Oh. And I remember stocking the first week on the top shelf. Um, and there was protests outside. Now, it was about two people from the local church. Down with this sort of thing. And that thing. was 1995. Jesus So Christ. yeah, 80s in France was very different. We didn't have any. Nobody talked about it. Like, I, I suppose, I'd imagine folks were just expecting one of the other brothers to tell you or you're going to a boys' school so all the lads are going to talk about it then. And I think that was it. And everybody, 
everybody went to a, they, they would go a certain distance but not go all the way with their knowledge because they didn't have a fucking clue either like it was all everybody that's where innuendo came in and go you know when you and then you and do that with the yeah. and you're just kind of hoping somebody else would fill in the <laughs> blanks there and everybody's nodding yeah 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 but we were in a Christian brother school for secondary school like this is the most fucking ridiculous God. thing in the world having a Christian brother try to teach you about sex and did they do it just biologically? Was that all you got? You just got the biology of it? Or did you actually get any he, of the emotion or... Well, we had a... I, I can't remember his actual name, but we always had... Um, I told you this before. We had nick noises for each other oh, and yeah. teachers rather than <laughs> nicknames. And our, our teacher at the time was Brother... Uh, because that's all he sounded like all the time. No, he had, we had him for geography and for other things as well. And he just sit there top of the class and go, uh, 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 uh. And so that was our sex education. We went, ah, right, we right. see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And thought, like, you hear that sound, you're in trouble. <laughs> There's an amazing woman called Sarah Sproul, and she is, um, she offers kind of parental support and guidance for um, helping you, as she says herself, raise your caring and confident young person. And, and most of it is about um, sex, teaching kids about sex. And she always, I, you know, I've kind of asked her advice. She does amazing. She does like um, little videos from her car answering questions for parents. And I always said, I am not going to be awkward. I will answer any question, but I am awkward. Yeah. And he's still so little. But her thing is, as the questions come up, you always answer them. So he hasn't asked me any questions yet. So we'll get to where I will start offering bits of information. And if he Does she say what age? She said, really, it's when they ask. Because yeah. sometimes a kid of maybe three or four might have a question because they have older siblings. And they may be sharing a bath with siblings and you have other issues about... Um, you know, there was an issue recently about a, a little girl who was touching her brother's penis in the bath all the time. And they were very little. They were like, I think they were six and eight or something. But the mother said, how, what do I do about this? So we have to be able to have these conversations. This is not about sex. This is about raising kids um, to understand their bodies, to understand consent and privacy and respect and all of those things. And then they're so little. Her, her it's a brilliant. She was like, you have to answer the questions honestly and openly when they come up and if they don't come up then you start offering information when you feel it's Has needed like I wouldn't want Tom to be kind of 16 and not aware of anything so if he doesn't ask questions oh, I will by start 16, I will be start, riding all around him I will like start just... volunteering information but it hasn't but even now if like you find yourself when he says something I kind of clam up and I don't know why because I you know I go no you have to just not just not do we just need to be more I think the next generation are more open but as a whole careful Hello. I still think Irish society is far more prudish than but, we should the, be at this point. But that's Bishop Charles McQuaid. Like that, it, it all mm. goes back to the, himself and who, what was his boyfriend's name? De Valera. <laughs> that they just, like, when they got together and decided how they were going to run Ireland, they fucking broke us. Mentally, yeah. emotionally, sexually, physically. They, they just, they, they ruined, like, our mind towards sex. And, like, religion and sex is just, like... It sh- it just shouldn't happen. Like what? Well, going back to the you know, the Christian brothers and celibacy. Like there there are like priests and nuns in my family, and I just personally I do not believe that anybody should be should hold back from be celibate in in any way, shape, or form. Unless I just it's think absolutely by choice. The fact is, sex is the arguably the I was most... celibate for years because because <laughs> I couldn't get a fucking ride. That was like as simple as that. Like oh no no, I oh, think I'm, I'm making I'm making the choice. But we it, it is fundamentally. The most important part of life, sex. We are all here because of sex, exactly. bar the Burke family, who are here via Immaculate Conception. They floated I think. down Yeah, from... they did from clouds. Um, from little bits, God's fingernails broke off and made them all. <laughs> anyway, we are all here because of sex. But, and if you think about pre-Christian times, going back to pagan times, totally different. But, you know, we, we could do a whole podcast about religion 
and sex. And it's all about power. It's all about misogyny. It's all about control. And the simple fact is with priests, um, it's a very simple thing. Moving a man around to different parishes oh, with a family is more expensive than one man. So like, no, we just want one man to look after. We're not paying for a whole family. Because they were married back in the day. Yeah, they were. They were priests. And then they said, ah, oh, no, ah, no. Too, we're not paying all this shit. Too expensive no. having ourselves and um, themselves. And then, I hate to say it, some of the people who went into the church went in for the wrong reasons um, to kind of hide from the world. And that's where we had lots of other problems. But Jesus Christ, that's that's our sex. So sex and religion. Let's finish it there now. Just, uh, <laughs> the Burke family are doing enough uh, mouthpiece at the moment. So... Th- Pay now the thing is, we are look. We could we could talk so much about religion, sex, how sex should be taught, but we kind of wanted to talk about sex in Ireland today and how it's changing. Because I think the first thing we were, we discussed like this is about four or five months ago, talking about sex shops or the prudishness yes. of, of us, and then I um I oh, was on the back about, of Amsterdam. Yeah, talking about yeah. Amsterdam and how like in European like they're just a lot freer, aren't they? And even in are they in the states as well? I was it. I was in LA twenty years ago for we went over there. You Ming is Annam Dum, and we went out and about one night, and we ended up in um, Compton, and we went into what I thought was just a store. Yeah, I was sure, buy a drink. You did, sure you did. The dildos <laughs> in the was, window didn't give it away, Paddy. <laughs> there was not dildos. There was Glocks and fucking ARs fifteens. So we went into this shop to buy. I don't know. I wanted to buy Twizzlers. Honestly, as as innocent as that, like Twizzlers, Twizzlers and that, like that. And you know what? You can get them. <laughs> <laughs> they're a different thing that you ask for they bring it into section there they're in the store and you know an ordinary store chewing them uh, soda all this kind of stuff and then like there was a beaded curtain and he said uh, do you you is that what you're looking for and I went like uh, I don't know but of course I, I ventured in to the to the beaded door beaded door it's not even a door it's just jangling jingles that kind of uh, herald your arrival I, I think just beads. in case they're people just <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid to touch them but you can't they're, in, they're on my face they're at, like jingle jangle just and so I went in and there was just like a row of boots like with oh. guys sitting in these boots watching Video porn. boots. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. they meant actual boots, uh, like shoe boots. Yeah, no, yeah, there, there was an old lady who lived boots. in it. Yeah. Boots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you, did you watch anything? I tried to look everywhere. See, you couldn't not look because there was, I think, 10 on either side, like so. Yeah. And they were all full. And I was kind of like, oh, do I have to kind of go, when you're finished there, can I have a, can I have a go of your booth? Oh, and it's said, just, oh. imagine the person who has to clean oh, those boots. But that's, oh, that was the other thing as well. They were, it was like those Ibis hotels. It's a very specific job. It just, I think it just, you close the booth and it just a wash comes. Oh, really? Uh, and and it's, it's clean. It was like that. So it's just like, spray down. it's like, um, do you know those public toilets that um, you see down oh, Sandy Mount? Yeah. You door close and then you hear magic going on inside. You just hear, I was like, oh my god, that is sexy. And they they're, they're kind of self-washing, so there is nobody's job ah, okay. there. Okay, oh gosh. Yeah, but no, but then you grin and you go to sit down the seat. And like, I'm sorry now that spunk moppers have become redundant. <laughs> it was an important role. That's another one for our band. <laughs> spunk moppers. Half a liter of shit. Who was the other one? Puddle of piss. Puddle of piss. <laughs> and the spunk moppers. What a festival we've lined up for you today. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying that men don't have bad sex, but the fact is, I think most women listening (laughs) will be, most straight women listening will relate to stories of bad sex because it's very, it's very hard for a man to fake it. It's easier for a woman to fake it. And the trouble with a lot of women, I did it myself when you're younger and you're not quite sure what to do or how to do it, but you've kind of seen on telly that you should be making certain noises and then suddenly you go, oh, is that it? And then you're not sure how to fix it. And a lot of women are also afraid of... Um, you know, 
offending a man or damaging his ego. So there's a lot of women who go through years and years and years of very, very bad sex and aren't sure how to get out of it. And I think that's the thing about... Um, like the, the whole kind of sex toy industry, a lot of people, it it's so, it was so inextricably linked with the porn industry for years and porn and sex are two yep. very, very different things. So I, you know, I think if you start, if we start empowering women more, it works for everybody. Uh, it's a confidence thing as well. Like it's just, and it goes, yeah. like it goes both ways. Like, you know, some of the best sex I've had is I've been on my own, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> the, the confidence of couples. Like there is Joking that. Joking aside, that's like that. really important. Kira Kelly wrote an article for the Indo and got loads of complaints about it a few months ago Why? about uh, masturbation and self-pleasure. And if you're married, if you're single, it's really important. The only way to work out what you like is to kind of do it yourself. And it's actually quite flattering then when you say to somebody, because also for a man, let's just talk about, you know, I'm a straight woman. So for a straight couple, if a man doesn't know what you like or vice versa, you're not going to guess because everyone is different. Yeah. So taste more, them. And, be, and have those open chats what did you say? beforehand. Teach them. So you said taste them, aren't you? Yeah, but that as well. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and yeah. do this. <laughs> and if you're in the way. No, but it is. No, it is. Honestly, that it's the, it's it's the education, self education, and the education of each other. It's because, like, yeah. oh, in my previous girlfriend or previous relationship, they like that. Yeah, but I might not necessarily want to. Like, so there is that to be open to change, and maybe people just have one gear, and that and yeah. that's okay too. Like, just I, I might be afraid to. Some try people just like different. tacos. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> I chose the wrong food. Why did I choose a taco? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, there is talk about the topics. before because I knew you were talking about this today. I was looking up some of the. Well, I'll start. Oh, so I'll start with. I made. I made a doc. Your what? My cookies are fucked after this. Like, what, oh, I, what I have to delete oh. after what I was googling. But the thing is, that's the other thing. I thought about doing it. I was googling um, sex clubs, and then I thought I better delete this. It's my computer. I'm not googling anything illegal. It's fine. But instantly I went, oh, maybe I should delete this. No, I shouldn't. But isn't it and great? I There's didn't. so many clubs out there now. Yeah. Now I'm not part of them. I don't know. I actually do know people in. Lovely various disclaimer. relationships yeah yeah no that um, but I don't like I, I know what I like and it, I'm a straight man and that's my world but I do know people who are involved in the BDSM world in uh, polygamy uh, polyamory, polyamory yeah. um, <laughs> in uh, swingers and like but my question is this is Ireland a little bit too small for that and that's what yeah, but uh, but then okay. Th- to answer that is th- there's kind of there's an addition to that question. Is it too small? What if it is? Is it okay to meet the girl in the supermarket that you kind of you were down in a, a house in Wexford with with a whole bunch of you? Isn't it okay? I'll tell you why I ask because um, and I've said to you before I I did a documentary about sex and female sexuality and as part of that I went down to a festival in Ballydehob. Um, after which I was told by the Ballydehob local council I wasn't welcome there anymore. What? I don't know if that means I'm barred from Ballydehob because you were highlighting the sex club that was. Um, it was called the Bliss Festival and it's run by a woman called Beth Wallace who's brilliant, a very progressive woman and she ran. I think I think this was a third one in Ireland, but she had them in different venues around the country. I think she was booking them as wellness retreats. You're not going to book them, but. It wasn't really a sex festival. It was actually a well. There was all sorts of tantric workshops and, um, you know, a meditation. And Did then she had to hide. Also... She couldn't explicitly say it was because she would have the Legion of Mary and like. I would say they but... wouldn't be allowed to have. Is it? It? Okay, yeah. Right, now, this okay, is going sorry, back. Yeah. This is eight years ago. But I'm not going to lie. I would love to go back to something like that again, and be more open-minded myself because I didn't know what to expect, and my inner prude was just kind of reticent about it but actually the trouble was I tried to talk to people there and apart from the people there was a guy from Canada a guy from America who were giving workshops um, 
there was a couple of German girls and they were very happy to speak to me on camera. But the Irish people were like, absolutely not. Sure, I'm a teacher from here. And I'm, no, no, sure, I work in the library here. No, I'm an accountant from here. I started, I couldn't talk to you because God forbid someone could see you. And there was polyamory workshops. Even using that phrase. God forbid, someone like God, well, no, I've okay. added in the God okay. forbid. There was, um, but the polyamory thing then is something that I picked up on because I then I then met some other people who are part of Polyamory Ireland, which is actually a group. Now I'll be honest, uh, it wouldn't be my thing. Polyamory is living in an open relationship, having multiple um, sexual partners, um, but at the time there were only three hundred people. <laughs> who were part of it in Ireland. And that's something. Is it just too small? It's like, oh, that's Paddy again. I should have had well, him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paddy, I, I know you're wearing a moustache I'm not being flippant. I know that's not but what Polyarmy is about. I would just like to think because we've become more multicultural and we've got different nationalities now living in Ireland that we have kind of spread our wings a bit or our... Spread your what? <laughs> I didn't think you'd like... Shut up, Maya. <laughs> There's one in the UK called Killing Kittens. I think female-focused stuff is very interesting because um, it sets the bar quite high, I think. And Killing Kittens is a club in the UK which looks beautiful. It's quite Fifty Shades of Grey, but not that funny. God, that movie was appalling. And the book. Oh, and they organise, again, these female-led sex parties. So as far as I know... Um, I, I think they're predominantly for straight people, but but women, men can't buy tickets to it. So women buy tickets to the parties. They're very expensive. They're held in big mansions all around the UK. It's like um, eyes wide shut kind yes, of vibe. Yes, it is. Okay. And so women then can invite. So I could buy a ticket and then bring you as my plus one. Get, and then we go off tickets, and do our own thing. And I was wondering, will Killing Kittens be coming to Ireland? Because they were talking about it a few years ago. Um, and there's no mention of it. I think maybe we're getting back to think of maybe is it just like you have to wear masks, not COVID masks, like sexy Victorian masks. Well, then I go, you go, can't oh, it? Oh, hang on, no, there's Edge, there's Paddy. Oh, Jesus, no, this is quite embarrassing. I better well, listen, pull my pants <laughs> back up. <laughs> if we're after taking in fucking weather spoons, we should be allowed to <laughs> bring in killing kittens immediately, okay? For every weather spoons that's here and some fucking. We want two sex festivals for every, for every weather, weather spoons. spoons that's oh, here. yes. Like, yeah, please do that. I, do you know, to be fair, I think that something like that. Now here you go. Full of, I'd like. I'd love to to go to one of these parties. So would I. I'd be, yeah. Now I'd be that fucking nervous. Ten years ago, Nelly I wouldn't. There. I wouldn't. Yeah. Now I would. I think it takes time to be comfortable in these things. Yeah. Do, yeah. I never heard of them. I, I like until you. You. It's actually. It's um. Kate. God, it wasn't the, the Duchess president. Of it was Cambridge. Kate Middleton's school friend set her up or something. And cool. that was like, oh, the outrage. Why again? Yeah. Why the outrage? And this is the thing as well. I like female-led. Um, sexual initiatives because we were always told I guess it's kind of you know the puritanism and this thing of, about having to be kind of wholesome and it never made sense to me that you'd get to a point in life where you'd meet somebody start going out with them and then the question would arise about how many partners they'd had and men would always have more than women so you go well if you're all, if you're straight how is that possible who are these men all right and the women aren't right and it's a bit like the that, that box on a medical now? form, you know, it says how many units of alcohol do you drink, and you go, mm, okay, I think it's ten for women, so I'll say, I'll say nine. Yeah. Nine sounds okay when the answer is actually twenty. I think women always feel they should bring the number down, and men feel they should push the number up to sound more experienced, and that was the case for years. Uh, but the thing about your first time as well, the first time oh, is always Jesus interesting Christ. because. You know, by in interesting, the, you mean? Well, because it would it'd be great if we could all meet somebody. At, in our teenage years and get to know them and have a really loving trusting relationship and then lose your virginity in a very gentle explorative way but it doesn't happen for a lot of people it didn't happen for me 
the trouble is then you get to about 18 and you feel like I'm now the last virgin in the world and everyone else pretends they've had sex even the ones who haven't you find out years later and then you feel it's something you just have to get rid of and that's that awful thing especially for, for young women I think and you start college and you go I've got to get rid of this quickly because I can't be 90 and I can't be 20 now I was actually I just turned 19 so I was a late bloomer I just wanted to get it over with so I did in the most awful way with a much At older last. man all right. Um, and uh, <laughs> Father O'Malley, how are you? He's oh. back, motherfuckers. Um, and uh, yeah, just this much older man who asked me out for dinner, and I was like, "This is my chance. Get it over with." I'm sure he was delighted, but it was absolutely fucking awful. Just, um, but oh it's God. even now. Even now, I actually, I, I get the shivers thinking about it. Ooh. But like you said, you had to get it over and done with. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And I was like, right, box ticked. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> 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 I had so many friends that maybe 15 years after the fact, we'd have these chats. And apart from the ones who had sex with their first boyfriends in his parents' house or her parents' house, and it was all a bit awkward. They have stories like mine where you go, I just had to get rid of it because God forbid you'd hit 20 and be a virgin. The minority. Oh, and there's another thing, Richard Branson, bringing in your virgin megastore into Dublin. I got onto the 20B straight into town. Right, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> what? This, I was so let down. And that, again, it's, we're going back to what? the time what? when the, the condoms, like the, the, oh the 1971 God, yes. condom train. And again, this is the heart back to the religious fucking movement there, like the oppression that women weren't allowed. You could only have sex for babies. Fuck off! Like it's just like to Charles McQuaid, who you mentioned at the start of this podcast. So then, you know, um, tampons were banned. <sighs> women were not allowed. He said women were not allowed to use tampons. Fuck off! Like so then, so then, nineteen seventy one, Nell McCaffrey. Because they're so arousing those it? tampons. Whew. It was. <laughs> Fuck you, Nell. Ever tried to smoke a tampon? <laughs> Bet you have. <laughs> of course I have. It's late <laughs> night. Yeah, it's late night shit. There was a, like you're in a room after a gig and it's kind of gone, okay, we've have you got any skins? Have we got what have we got? Like oh my god, there's go into the bathroom and there's the you know the pack. You okay, so it needle. wasn't used anyway. No, <laughs> that oh I know of. <laughs> it's funny, in the documentary I made about sex, I wanted to sit down with a group of women and talk about their sex lives. Could I get ten women? Could I fuck? No, I couldn't. No. So I tried to, I just kind of reframed it. So I got a group of mothers instead and said, can we talk about sex after babies? And after when then we got a couple of cocktails. So we started off with that. They were saying, oh God, it can be quite difficult and there's physical challenges and you're tired. And then we kind of broke it down and we were talking about... Good idea. Kind of, nice. so sometimes well you just have to reframe things to get yeah. it to start a conversation because it's a perfectly healthy conversation. And then we did everything from like arranged marriages, polyamory, um spoke to you know gay people who had come out at a time when it really wasn't very easy to be gay and then we finished on this lovely couple who were in their 80s um, I don't know if they're around anymore um, Leo and Alison were their names actually and they were in their 80s and they, they told me all about how they got married because she was pregnant unexpectedly and they were sitting in their garden out in Hoth holding hands still Love it. and uh, they were talking really frankly about sex and saying it was so important to us but as you get older sometimes that side of it wanes and a deep friendship and respect is left and, and I remember Leo saying, he goes, now, to be honest, at my age, just a cuddle is nice. He's talking about intimacy and how sex can grow into a real intimacy at that age in life. And I couldn't believe we found people like that in Ireland at that age who would talk to me about that's that the side education, of really. That's brilliant. Just, and that's, that's, now, that's, that's, that's education from experience. Such you're so lovely right. people, yeah. To be able to take what their, their belief is, and that's the type of stuff that we should teach in school, yeah. not to just get your end away. And now the problem is with porn, there's young lads 
and young ones watching porn at such an early age and that's the expectation so this is where we're going into the dodgy end of sex now that's the expectation that is put upon each themselves mm. and they their heads must be fucking exploding the porn on, on, a lot to answer on how to deal with their, first of all their first time and then how healthy or unhealthy it is in a relationship or that a boy would expect this of me or a girl would expect yeah. this of me from now on. So that's a fucking minefield that we've got to... I think, yeah, I think women to... tend to come out worse in the porn industry of how women should look. You know, women have to have no hair from, probably from the eyes down, really. And how women's breasts are supposed to look and how women's bodies are supposed to look and what women are supposed to love. In like, I think women should be responsible for making porn. If, we made, if, if women made porn, mind you, if women made porn, just be man, men... Um, Emptying washing machines. Like, oh, yeah. look at Leaving that. out the bins. Look oh, at them there. Look at, look that. at them Recycling there. Recycling day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Of course, it's not true. You're right, though. I think we should have we should have more we should have more women making porn. But again, porn can be a very healthy thing for relationships and people that are too. I don't know, too scared or too, too uh, lack of confidence to, to be able to discuss sex or show what it is that I, I, I want or need. Because yeah. there is that confidence thing, again, going back to what we we're talking about, is that if you do watch certain porn, and uh, there's an array of, 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 of porn sites to tell you all sorts of angles and shapes and sizes and needs and wants, and then you might not be able to verbalise it to the yeah. person you're having sex with. I'd rather go, let's watch this and go, oh, that's something I let's like. Or, this yeah, is yeah. not line of duty. Show, what me is on, this? Yeah, show me on me where you'd like to touch me. <laughs> Though I don't think that's porn, though. I think that's just. I think sex and porn are very different things. Um, you know Emma Watson. She was well. She's Hermione from Harry Potter, but she is now grown up, and she was. I don't know. If she, she was the face, or maybe just the vagina of this website. She was the face of a website called. Not she wasn't the face, but she was promoting the website right. called Yes.com, and again, it was a female-centric website about female pleasure, the female orgasm, how to maximise pleasure. And it was a subscription-based website. And I, I joined it for the three months. There was a three-month um, trial period and I, I joined it. And it was actually, it's the opposite of porn. And it was all about, you know, you can let your partner watch this with you. And there was women kind of touching themselves and talking about what they like and how everyone likes different things. And it was, some of it was almost quite mechanical. Like It certainly wasn't erotic to watch it. But I think that's the thing about women. Sometimes we, coming from a different angle like that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that's you. That's you, Maya. I'm doing nothing. I'm listening. And that's the thing about, when you say watching porn, watching those kind of things with your partner can be very erotic and arousing. But Do you know there's a show like on that? Netflix called How to Build a Sex Room? No. Yeah, it's in it's a second series now. Again, all these things pop up when you start, when we know we're going to be talking about sex today. So there's this woman, and she arrives at the front door of a couple and go, "Hey guys, I'm Mary, I'm Tony, and um, so you guys want a sex room?" And so she's it's predominantly in America. It's not a no. It's it's one of the again one of these reality shows where wow. it's like like room to improve. Oh, but it's really <laughs> <laughs> very good. No, but it's it's it is a room to improve jobby, but for sex. So you have a sex room, which is a fucking genius idea. So it's like it's I I don't know it, like these are are couples. Some are married. Some are starting out in their 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 life together, and uh, some are different ages, different sizes, and they've they've different needs. So what she'll come in, she'll have a chat to you about what your sexual proclivities are and then she go ah I can design the perfect room for you you guys are into baths you guys are into whipping the shit out of each other with like well isn't it well to some having the space huh well that, do you know that was the only problem I was thinking, well 
I wish if I only if I, I did something barely have room down. for a slow cooker, Paddy. <laughs> so change sex your sex room. Sex. Well, so it's there. I I, advi- I haven't I haven't watched it. I watched the trailer. and Went like fucking genius. Great idea. And there was actually a couple of the rooms I saw flashing up. I went like, have a look at that. that. And then Naked Attraction comes <laughs> up. Hot than the lamb of Jesus is okay, this. Okay, can we talk about that for one second? I hadn't even thought about bringing that up, oh, as oh, it were. Hello. That goes against. Everything we're trying to teach kids, yeah, though, know, isn't yeah. it? About you know, you judge somebody on what they say and how they make you feel. No, you judge them on their penis, exactly. and here yeah. it is. Oh my god! Like it's just like he—he's got an innie. I, yeah, I'll, I'll go for him because that's not going to hurt me. Awful. Or like that. Oh, he's got his third ball. I just—I don't like. I honestly thought the television was broken. Now again, fucking, I'm an outlet. I like. I just. I. I don't get it. How you want to get your bits out on, 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 on TV that it's not in a film. That it's not part of a storytelling process. And then there's others that, like, I don't believe they're it's happy. It's also the I least erotic they're... thing. Because I, I, I've watched full episodes and go, oh God, it's so unrealistic. And you're starting from the knees up, like. I know, I know. And again, there's a show, like, again, we talk about Ireland being too small. It would get to here and I go, oh, that's Paddy. <laughs> oh, that's Ed. Thank you. Um, okay. oh, God, like, seen, why is he bringing a space hopper into I've the seen studio? You both in There's shorts. King Dong. Okay. Oh, when it gets to the knees. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know somebody who would. The, the door would only go up as far as their knees. Oh, really? And they don't. Oh, there's himself. Oh, that's impressive. No, but it's no. the other thing. It's oh. the beans, not the Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's the beans, not the Frank. Like a couple of snooker balls in a sock. Exactly. Men who always think that it it can't, you know, it can't be too big. Yes, it can. You know, a nice size penis is absolute is fine. You don't want it too big. You, no, don't, I don't, you don't want I, to be called fine either, do you? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Let's come home now. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at Ed's doodles. Ed's drawn. Skin. Excuse me. <laughs> it's just that's what I'm he's thinking. calling it. <laughs> His jeans are too tight. <laughs> Put it away. Doodles on his piece of paper. Sorry, I'm just scribbling. Addresses. While we're mo- dribbling. They're scribbling, dribbling. Yeah, that's what you call our next I podcast. wanted this podcast to be just. Better formatted. We've gone all over the place here. But that's sex, isn't it? You know, to be fair, it is though. You start out one thing, go in your head when you're you're planning out. There's the the best thing you could do, I think, for sex is not to plan. Let yeah. just go with the flow. And I, I think, like we said, that that you know, the crack we had down in the car, down at the Poolbeg Lighthouse that time, that we didn't plan to have sex. We just wanted to get away from the house. Things got rolling, and the the fun we have. And I think actually, the, a, a night like that made us closer. Yeah. To be able to not laugh at ourselves, laugh at the situation, and it kind of that intimacy then, because there is the crossover of the, the understanding of in, intimacy and the, the differences between that and sex. Yeah. And then sex, like your your pals up in, in Hoth, that sex wanes, and after sex, when you've been that close and been that intimate, the intimacy takes over yeah, and wins, and, and the, the longevity of 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 hugging and intimacy just there's something to be said for it like yeah. rather than so don't be if you're listening to this I don't know what age group listens to our um, podcast but like if you're worried about that as well like it's just oh, that having having to having to impress someone with your sexual ways it's just because do you know what lads take care of yourself and honestly literally take care of yourself <laughs> like she was talking about in the, uh, the in, in Independent recently like that masturbate Learn what it is that you want. Learn it's what it is. It's a horrible word, isn't it? Masturbate. I don't like the word. I just don't like, like the word. Self-love. That's fine. Self love pleasure is fine. Yeah, but don't we'll, don't self pleasure we'll in yeah that. in places that don't threaten others. You don't want to be self pleasuring like beside the lollipop lady. Oh, Jesus Christ! How did we go? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering the, the, our recent podcast as well and the, my love for lollipop ladies. Don't bring the but, lollipop lady into this. <laughs> she is pure and wholesome. <laughs> Father O'Malley her, is fair enough, but lollipop lady, hands Touch off. Your so, look, uh, look at the rage in Ed's face. Yeah, I know, yeah. Don't mess with my lollipop lady. <laughs> so I don't know, did we solve anything other than to... Well, we weren't trying to solve anything. We were just trying to talk about, talk sex, about sex out loud without blushing, yeah. as Irish people are supposed to do, or were supposed to do up until about 20 no, years I... ago. We've run out of time already. Yeah, we have. Yay! Well, that's a good thing for sex, isn't it? Like, we run out of time rather than, oh, that, that was over. That's that was over up. too fast. Yeah, yeah. Let's never oh talk God, of this again. The puns, again, the puns again. could go on. Look, okay, listen, that's it for this week. I think I need to cool my ardour after all that riding dog, Paddy. Uh, a nice cold shower? Nope, more effective. Obviously, flatly in Blackbird. Oh, <laughs> I saw it and I'm going to go again. Oh. I'm telling you, like, I, I need to... I watched it. I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it. We'll have a podcast all about that. Can't anyway, wait. if you've liked what you've heard, please make sure to subscribe to this show. Tell your friends about us. Uh, check us out too. And if you leave a review and hit the L five star button, we'd go like on, that. Help on. us get right up the charts. On. And don't forget, we love hearing from you. Well, sometimes Twitter's been ablaze with wankers recently. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot well, of we're blocking. Sex. Masturbators. <laughs> yes, my come on. Self. These are these are not self pleasures. Right, okay. No. So anyway, apart from those, find me on Twitter at my I don't feel or Instagram with the same handle. I'm mm. at mm, you did say handle. I did. <laughs> I'm at Paddy C Courtney on all the socials. Come and say hello. Oh God, I'm scared. Go on, ask the question. Oh, this week. Oh, Paddy, this week. What does the C stand for? It's very simple. Copulation. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. I have an amazing McQuaid story, actually, that we mentioned earlier. Oh, Many years ago, he... Fingered me. <laughs> he, he came to my confirmation. But no, he, um, all the records of his correspondence were kept, obviously, by his secretary. And they discovered a letter that had been written to him by a woman in the 30s, I think it was, who had brought their child to Dublin Zoo. And whilst she was there visiting the zoo, they went to the monkey enclosure and the monkey turned around and was masturbating in the pen, right? She was dutifully and predictably horrified and outraged and offended. Good time for a banana, I She wrote, yeah, there we go, perfect timing. Oh, no. So she wrote a McQuaid a letter going, you you know, you can imagine my distress and disdain when I went to the zoo with my little Johnny, as it were. <laughs> and he got the letter, read it, and had the zookeepers shoot the monkey. Oh, no! No! Shot him dead as no. punishment. Yeah, that's true. Ladies and gentlemen, Bishop McQuaid from Ireland. Who, my banana, your, oh, no. My, um, oh, oh my God. Poor chips. Fucking hell. They could have just... There. They could have just got them to do the PG tips ad. <laughs>